This is I Am Robert A. Brown Ministries. The following is a recent Sunday morning message given by Pastor Robert Brown. This book here is called A Pastoral Epistle. Timothy would go on to become the pastor at the church at Ephesus. Amen. So Paul here is training Timothy on how to uh, be an excellent pastor of God. Amen. Hallelujah. And he's giving him all kind of instructions and really encouraging to endure suffering. Amen. For the gospel's sake. Amen. Which is a dirty word. Endure suffering. I ain't suffering for nobody. That is human nature. Amen. Now, all of our human natures, including my own. Amen. Feel that way. Amen. But here Paul's encouraging him to do so for the gospel's sake. Amen. Because at that time, the church was really under persecution. Amen. Physical persecution. Amen. So we should count ourselves blessed. Amen. That we're not experiencing those same kind of physical persecutions where your very life is on the line that it was during the time of Paul and Timothy. Amen. So very familiar scripture here. Amen. As Paul is encouraging and teaching and giving life lessons and teaching about the gospel to Timothy. And he says to him here in 2 Timothy 2.15, I am reading from the King James Version. It says, study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman that needeth not be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. Somebody say amen. Hallelujah. Brother Pastor, why are you sharing this with me? Amen. Let me say one. Amen. God really wants me. Amen. He's encouraging me to allow him to share the gospel message even more. He's saying to me, I haven't gone far enough. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I have been bent too much towards behavior. Amen. God wants the gospel to be, hallelujah, really front and center. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. So this scripture here, amen, has everything to do with the gospel message that, hallelujah, Christ would have us to know, to embrace, to live in, to experience, have the victory in, in the name of Jesus Hallelujah. Glory to God. This is not a beat you up. Amen. Type of message. Amen. Or a uh, you're not good enough message. Amen. This is an encouragement message. Amen. That the gospel is all that it says it is that we are truly saved. Once saved, always saved that we are secure. We have eternal salvation. Amen. Hallelujah. If eternal life's not eternal life, then we sh and it can be lost then we should stop calling it eternal life. Eternal life is eternal life. Amen. And that is a benefit of embracing and receiving the gospel message here. But here, amen, there were tensions about hallelujah. As I was speaking about last week, hallelujah, there was a, 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 a faction of Jewish people at the time, amen, who opposed the gospel, who tried to mix Judaism with a belief in Christ, and it does not work. Amen. So here Paul's encouraging Timothy to rightly divide the word of truth, and we will get into the specifics about it. Amen. Hallelujah. After this prayer. Amen. Hallelujah. So our message today is rightly divide the word of truth. It is of vital importance that we rightly divide the word of of truth. Amen. Let's pray. Hallelujah. Father God, we come before you in the matchless name of Jesus. We thank you and praise you and bless you for every soul gathered here today, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God, that you brought them here safely, Lord God. 
including me and my family, Lord God. And we thank you for the blood covering that is over our lives. We pray for those of us, those that are joining us, Lord God, on our online service today. Bless them and let the very rich manifest presence, hallelujah, of your spirit, Lord God. Hallelujah, be about them, Lord God, in the name of Jesus, that they might experience, Lord God, your presence, even where they are, in the name of Jesus. And for those that have not joined us yet, Lord God, draw them to their computers, Lord God, their tablets, their phones, their, their internet-connected devices, that they might hear a word about your Son in the name of Jesus. But now, Father God, you have given me a task that's far, far too great for me. You are the preacher. You are the teacher. Preach today. Teach today. Unveil the gospel of of the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ through me today to your people, hallelujah, that are here and online. And we won't fail to give you all the praise, the glory, and the honor because you do all things well. In Jesus' name, somebody say amen. Hallelujah. Rightly divide the word of truth. This is what Paul encouraged Timothy. Amen. Hallelujah. And this is what God wants us to hear today. Amen. Let's go to our next slide. Amen. Glory to God after our title. Amen. Hallelujah. Now, as Christian saints, hallelujah, we must understand that there are two major covenants in the Bible that determine how God blesses his people. There are two major covenants. There are multiple covenants. Amen. But there are two major covenants. Amen. Of how God blesses his people. Hallelujah. Without getting too deep into it, a covenant is a binding agreement between two parties. Amen. Hallelujah. It has three parts. It has the vow. Hallelujah. It has the, uh, the witness and it has uh, the seal. Amen. Hallelujah. The vow, if we think of a wedding or a marriage, amen. Hallelujah. We, you, we know about husband and wife giving a vow one to another. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. We think about witnesses. Amen. The witnesses at our weddings. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Our witness in the world here. Amen. The Holy Spirit. Amen. As well. Hallelujah. And then it's the seal. Amen. Hallelujah. Uh, we are sealed by the Holy Spirit. Amen. In the new covenant. Amen. Hallelujah. But there's also the, uh, the, uh, the blood of the covenant. Amen. Hallelujah. The blood. How something must die. Amen. That, that, that there's a sharing of life. Amen. Hallelujah. There's a cutting. Amen. That uh, ratifies a covenant. Amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. So it's a binding agreement. So let me just say something real quick. This is a bold statement. Why is as people we're called the seed of Abraham. Jesus was the ultimate seed of Abraham, but we are in Jesus. So we are we, we are the seed of Abraham as well as we are in Jesus. Amen. And it says that Abraham was the possessor of heaven and earth. Amen. Why? Why is this so? How could this be? Abraham made God made a covenant with Abraham. So in the covenant, everything that was God's is now Abraham's and everything that's Abraham's is now God. So in the new covenant, amen, us being in Christ, amen, hallelujah, everything that is God's is now ours and everything that is ours is God's. Hallelujah. Glory to God. This is why we have a right to the blessings of the Bible. We're in covenant relationship with God through Jesus Christ. Amen. But there are two major covenants. Amen. Let's deal with the first one. Hallelujah. The old covenant. Next slide. The old covenant was a binding agreement between the children of Israel. Let me say that again. The old covenant was a binding agreement between the children of Israel. It's not the church. And almighty God agreed upon at Mount Sinai. We know the account. Amen. 
hallelujah, in Exodus 19, 20, and 24, amen, that the children of Israel were brought out of slavery in Egypt, amen, and they made a covenant with God at Mount Sinai, all right? It is a covenant that demands righteousness of the children of Israel in which they must be obedient to the law, the Ten Commandments, in order to receive blessings from God. So it demands righteousness from the Israelites. My God, hallelujah. In order for them to be blessed. Glory to God. If they do not perform works of the law, they would be subject to the curses of disobedience. We know that from Deuteronomy 28 Verses 15 through 68, we know, hallelujah, all those terrible curses, amen. The old covenant is conditional in nature and is solely based on the performance of the Israelites. Do good, get good. Do bad, get bad. Unfortunately, that seeped into the church, amen. I don't know about you, but I wasn't at Mount Sinai. And I'm not an Israelite. And I didn't volunteer that I'm going to do everything that God says for me to do in order to be blessed. Amen. I know I just told you about four things I lost. Amen. Hallelujah. I can't even keep an eye on things. Amen. That I possess. Amen. Hallelujah. How am I supposed to keep the strict, staunch law of God? Hallelujah. Perfectly. Amen. Hallelujah. When I am an imperfect being. Neither could they. And God knew they couldn't. That's why he instituted the uh, the uh, sacrificial system which was pointing to Christ. Amen. So the old covenant is a covenant of works. It is agreement based on works. It's conditional. If you do this, then you'll get that. Sounds like our offering lines. If you give this, then I do that. We, we, we have made Christianity into the old covenant where we weren't even there. All our ancestors, it was a covenant between the Israelites that were just newly freed from slavery and Almighty God, the old covenant, the old agreement. They were blessed if they did good. They were cursed if they did bad. Here's a bold statement. As a Christian, I can't be cursed. <laughs> Why? I'm in Christ. I'm under the blood. Amen. I'm in a different covenant. I can't be cursed. Yes, somebody could pronounce a curse on me. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. But it can't get past the blood. Amen. Hallelujah. I can open the door. Amen. By believing it and receiving it upon myself. But it'll be an act of my will. Amen. Hallelujah. But nobody can curse you and me. Amen. Glory to God. Just because they want to. I'm not under that covenant. Amen. Next slide. New covenant. Amen. Hallelujah. The new covenant that was first announced in Jeremiah 31, Hallelujah, verses 31 through 34, is a binding agreement between Almighty God and mankind, in which Christ represented all of humankind before Father God. Christ being the second Adam. Starting it over, amen, the son of God. Adam was a son of God. Hallelujah. But Christ came to reverse what Adam blew, what Adam messed up on. Hallelujah. So Christ represented, hallelujah, not just the Israelites, but all of mankind before Father God. The old covenant ended and the new covenant began at the cross. Yeah. 
with the words of Jesus, it is finished. And his subsequent death by crucifixion. Hallelujah. We see that in John 19.30. The new covenant is a covenant of grace because the blessings bestowed upon mankind were undeserved. As we see in John 3.16 and Ephesians 2.8 and 9. Hallelujah. Glory to God. The new covenant is an unconditional covenant because all the requirements of the old covenant were fulfilled by Christ during his earthly ministry and completed at the cross. Amen. We see that from Matthew 5, 16 and John 19, 30 again. Thus, the new covenant blessings are based on Christ's performance, not on ours. He said it is finished. He paid for our sins. He secured the blessings for us. Anything we do now, uh, let's say you do give a good offering. And I've been blessed, hallelujah, a few years ago, amen. We gave $250, amen, hallelujah, and within two months we got $25,000 back. But that was not me earning the blessing, amen, hallelujah. First, hallelujah, glory to God, it, 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 it's, it's, a, it's blessings upon blessings, amen. God blessed me to have the $250 in the first place to give, Hallelujah. And then hallelujah because I was, we were good stewards. Hallelujah. And we were honoring Christ and we were obeying God by giving the money. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. We would have been blessed whether we got it or not. Hallelujah. But when we did all that, he put a blessing on top of the blessing. Amen. Hallelujah. We didn't earn it. Amen. It was not conditional. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. The new covenant is an unconditional covenant because all the requirements of the old covenant which was to keep the law perfectly, keep the Ten Commandments perfectly. Amen. Hallelujah. 24-7. That's what Christ did. Hallelujah. During his earthly ministry and completed at the cross. At the cross, he ended the old covenant. You know that during Christ's earthly ministry, he was living during the old covenant? And this is why we misunderstand some of the teachings he was teaching. Amen. Because he would teach out of the Ten Commandments to his uh, listeners to his followers, amen, but trying to bring them to the end of themselves. I'm going to get more into that later, amen. Hallelujah. Thus, the new covenant blessings are based on Christ's performance, mankind's re representative, and not the performance of his followers, Christians. Hallelujah. Glory to God. As Christians, we merely have to believe in the finished work of Christ and receive the blessings, amen. This is where we struggle. We believe we have to earn blessings from God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. We, we lack the understanding of the two different covenants. Matter of fact, they're not really taught, amen, a lot, amen. I know I didn't hear it, amen, when I was growing up in the church. It's not taught. Hallelujah. We, we don't understand the Bible narrative. We don't know, hallelujah, how God dealt with people during the old covenant and how God dealt with people or deals with people during the new covenant. All right. Hallelujah. He, he deals differently. And by the way, amen, the Israelites were under the covenant of grace, amen, under uh, Abraham, but decided, amen, they wanted to be under a covenant of law. So all that you say we will do. And when Moses was coming down, amen, with the Ten Commandments, he found them there already worshiping a golden calf, which was representative of one of the Egyptian gods they were aware of. How quickly... You just, you just said a couple chapters before that we're going to, all that you say we're going to do. Now we are worshiping 
a golden calf after 40 days. We don't see Moses. Let's, let's go back to our old gods in Egypt. My God. Hallelujah. Next slide, please. Hagar and Sarah represent the two contrasting covenants. What? Let's take a look at it. Amen. Then we're going to go to Galatians 4.22. Next slide. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. This is, this, this, this is Paul again. Amen. He wrote most of the New Testament. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. A good portion of it. Amen. Uh, writing to the church at Galatia who had been in, um, not invaded, who had been uh, approached by people who were trying to steal them of the liberty that they had in Christ, saying that it's not enough to believe in Christ. You have to ha follow Judaism and Christianity. Hallelujah. And this is what he has to say to them, Paul, to the church at Galatia. He says, for it is written that Ab the region of Galatia, for it is written that Abraham had two sons, one by the bondmaid, that would be Hagar, and one by the free woman. All right. Glory to God. Next slide. Verse 23. It says, but whereas the child of the slave woman was born according to the flesh and had an ordinary birth, the son of the free woman was born in fulfillment of promise next slide verse 24 now all this is an allegory or an extreme example or extreme uh, comparison amen hallelujah these two women represent two covenants one covenant originated from mount sinai where the law was given and bears children destined for slavery uh-oh let's stop right here so Hagar represents the old covenant. How we know it's the old covenant? Because it says it originated at Mount Sinai. This gives us evidence that it is the old covenant that Hagar represents. Now what happened with Hagar? Hallelujah. God made a promise to Abraham that he would have a son from his own loins. Amen. It didn't happen after 10 years. So his wife, amen, said, okay, God must want us to do it this way. So she took matters in her own hands, gave her handmaiden or her slave girl, for lack of a better term. I hate to use that term, but just so that we have an understanding. Gave her to Abraham to be a concubine, to have a child with, hallelujah, or a surrogate. Uh-oh. I don't want to go down that road. And Abraham had a son, but not the son of promise. Hagar represents man's self-efforts to become righteous or have the promises of God fulfilled. And when we are following the law, we are children of slavery. This is Hagar, it says. Next slide, verse 25 of chapter 4 of Galatians. Now, Hagar is or stands for Mount Sinai in Arabia. She corresponds to and belongs to the same category with the present Jerusalem, for she is in bondage together with her children. One of the, one of the meanings of religion is to bind. The law is holy, it's righteous and good, but it cannot convert the heart of man. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. It puts you in bondage. These are not my words. This is the Bible. Hallelujah. Next slide, verse 26. It says, but Jerusalem, but the Jerusalem above the mess messianic kingdom of Christ is free and she is our mother. Now, this is referring to Sarah. 
Next slide, verse 27. For it is written in the scriptures, rejoice, O barren woman who was not given birth to children. Break forth into a joyful shout, you who are not feeling birth pangs. For the desolate woman has many more children than she ha who has a husband. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So this is comparing, hallelujah, Sarah was barren until God opened up her womb. Hallelujah, glory to God. And also, hallelujah, there are much more people who believe we become righteous by works instead of righteous by faith. Otherwise, this church will be full. We want to earn it. We don't believe in grace. It's too good to be true. It's not what we've been taught. It's not what we know. And dare I say, it's not what we want. We want to earn it. When really, we can't earn it. I can't bargain with God. There's, there's nothing I can offer him that is of value. Matter of fact, my righteousness is as filthy rags before him. There's nothing I can offer God. There's nothing you can offer God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. But he offered us his son. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Verse 28, next slide. But we, brethren, are children not by physical descent as Ishmael, but like Isaac, born in virtue of promise. Speaking about those of us that believe in Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. It was a miracle. Salvation is a miracle. Hallelujah. The new covenant, amen, is a blessed, miraculous work of God. Our redemption took thousands of years. Amen. God made the heavens and earth in six days, but redemption took thousands of years. Hallelujah. It was a, a, a methodical plan of God to bring about the reconnection between mankind who accepts his son as payment for their sins and an almighty God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. What is Paul saying here? Amen. Hallelujah. That the new covenant is so much better than the old. It's not, it's not, degra it's not degrading the, the Ten Commandments or the other 613 laws. Amen. They're holy, they're just and good. They just can't transform us. And we can see that with the children of Israel, the ups and downs they went through for thousands of years. Hallelujah. They, were under the, uh, they were under the old covenant for 1,500 years. Hallelujah. Until Christ came. Hallelujah. Now we know that modern day uh, Jewish people, by and large, are mostly still under the old covenant. They don't believe the Messiah came yet. Hallelujah. Matter of fact, amen, watching certain videos of present day Jews, amen, they didn't even know Jesus was a Jew. Why? Oh, God, I'm about to say something very controversial. God, hallelujah. The world sees Jesus through a Roman Catholic point of view. We see him as a blonde, blue eye, Caucasian man, because that's what the, Cap the Roman Catholic Church, amen, presented him as. And his own people can't recognize him because of that. When they find out he was a Jew, amen, there are many that are coming to the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ, especially when they read his teaching, amen. Hallelujah. I'm not trying to offend y'all. I, I, I'm giving you history. I'm giving you things that happened. Amen. Hallelujah. Don't be offended. 
Hallelujah by it. I know easier said than done. Amen. But if you give it a chance, amen, let the gospel message, amen, take root in your heart. Amen. Hallelujah. Not trying to beat people up. Amen. Hallelujah. There are many Roman Catholics that love the Lord Jesus Christ. I'm talking about what happened. Amen. And why the Jews cannot recognize him now. Amen. Hallelujah. Next slide, please. If the old covenant was only temporary, what was its purpose? Now, to remind you, the old covenant was a covenant of uh, demand, of, uh, 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 of demand of righteousness, of covenant of works. Amen. The new covenant is a covenant of supply. We were supplied Jesus Christ. We were supplied righteousness through Jesus Christ. He became sin. We became the righteousness of God. We were supplied righteousness. To put it in simple terms, amen. So if the old covenant was only temporary, what was its purpose? Let's go to the next slide, Romans 5 and 20. This is Paul talking to the church at Rome. He says, but the Lord came to increase and expand the awareness of the trespass by defining and unmasking sin. So what was the purpose of the law? To show the Israelites, to show Hallelujah. Even us. Amen. Hallelujah. That sin is in our lives, that that mankind is in a state of sin. Now, many can't believe, you know, they, they say they don't believe in God because if God was so good and loving. Amen. Why do we have a world like this where people are dying? We got war. We got pandemics. We got rape. We got all kind of heart murder. We got all kind of horrible things because man, hallelujah, does not see that he, hallelujah, is in a fallen state. It's the Lord that unveils to man the state that he's in and that he's in need of a savior. We call everything that we do, that we think, that we feel, we call it righteous. When that's not the case, the law is a mirror to show us ourselves and our need for Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. But where sin increased, going back to Romans 5 and 20, God's remarkable, gracious gift of grace, his unmerited favor, has surpassed it and increased all the more. So the King James Version says, where sin abound, grace doth much more abound. What's the grace of God? Jesus Christ. He overcame and defeated sin. I know as Christians, we don't like to hear that. We don't believe it, that sin's been defeated. What are you talking about, Brother Pastor? I still struggle. I see people struggling. I sin, sin every day. Matter of fact, I sin every day. Jesus paid for the things that you have committed, that you are committing, and that you will commit. That's not a license to sin. It's an understand. God understood our struggles and paid for it by way of Jesus Christ. And then... Give, gave us his Holy Spirit to teach us how to live holy on a daily basis, but it's a process that takes time. Amen? Hallelujah. It also takes a willing participant as well. Hallelujah. Got to let him have his way. Hallelujah. So what's the purpose of the Lord? Amen? To make mankind aware of his sinful state. Because we think the world is perfect, and we can't understand why this unfair God just doesn't fix it but we don't see our role in it my God I'm talking about mankind in general hallelujah if we knew the state of deception that the world lives under 
<laughs> it might take your breath away. Hallelujah. Glory to God. The world, by and large, doesn't get it. Well, Brother Pastor, how do you get it as a single person? They don't. Well, I've been through a whole lot to bring me here. Amen. Hallelujah. Even feeling suicidal thoughts. Amen. I went through a lot of suffering to come to this understanding. Amen. Hallelujah. And I thank God for his grace. Amen. To allow me to come through it. Amen. Next slide. The law was a temporary guardian instructor uh, for the Israelites. Amen. I misspelled that here. I didn't put uh, the proper word in, but hallelujah, we get the point. Amen. Next slide. Galatians 3.23. Hallelujah. Now, before faith came, we were perpetually guarded under the law, kept in custody. This is Paul speaking to people of uh, uh, Israeli backgrounds. In order, in, in preparation for faith that was destined to be revealed, unveiled, disclosed. So he's saying that the, the law uh, kept guardian over us. It, it guided us. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Next slide. Uh, Galatians 3.23. I'm reading from the Amplified Classic Version. So that the law served to us Jews as our trainer, our guardian, our guide to Christ to lead us until Christ came that we might be justified, declare righteous, put in right standing with God by and through faith. So the purpose of the law was to kind of guide us along, to show us our sinful state, our need for Christ. Amen. And then once Christ came on the scene, amen, we were no longer under, not we, but the, the people of God being the Israelites at the time, were no, un, no longer under the law, but were made righteous or in right standing with God or had God's approval by faith through Jesus Christ. Amen. So what was the purpose of the Lord? To show us our sinfulness and also for the Jews specifically, amen, to, to be a guide, to be a, a, a tutor, to bring them to Christ. So two reasons there. The purpose of the law. Hallelujah. I know th 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 there's, a, there's a problem in the church called mixture because we don't have an understanding of the two covenants we kind of mix the law the old covenant and the new covenant you know we, we say grace 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 and amazing grace but then I have to hallelujah uh, 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 respond to the demands of righteousness where we as human beings are righteously bankrupt in and of ourselves you know, I, I, I'm not as hard on people anymore because I understand they can't do any better. Well, you're letting them off the hook. I'm not letting them off the hook. We talked about last week. It says the carnal mind is at enmity against God. It says the flesh can't submit to God. So when I see people do all kind of wild things, I can't beat them up. Amen. They're, they're incapable of, of doing any better. Oh, I heard some disagreements with that in the spirit. Amen. Listen, they cannot. I'm not talking just of us here. I'm talking about online too. They cannot do any better. And even a Christian who is ignorant of the separation between the covenants cannot do any better because they have not been informed with the true gospel message. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. I was about to say something, but that'd be real controversial. Let me leave that alone. Amen. Let me say this. The people you saw on TV recently, 
that did a breathtakingly bad act could not do any better. What they did was wrong. What they did should be punished. But they don't have any righteousness in them. Now, the answer for human beings to get people to act right is to make up more laws. But the Bible itself says the strength of sin is the law. <laughs> make up more laws, you're gonna make it, people are going to be caused to have more sin. We read in Romans, the fifth chapter, uh, in the 20th verse, that the law was brought to bring about more sin, that to reveal w when the Israelites saw how that they couldn't keep the law of God and that more sin was coming about, it would, it would bring them to despair and they know that they needed a savior. All right. We make up more laws. It's not going to cause people to act right. It's going to cause more craziness. Hallelujah. We need more grace. That's what we need. Grace is the solution to bad behavior. Amen. Hallelujah. There's not a license to sin. Amen. It's the unveiling of what Christ did for us at the cross. Amen. Our hallelujah. Next slide, please. God hates the mixture of the covenants. God never intended us to take a little bit of old covenant, mix it with some new covenant, and come up with a new recipe. Here's a real bold statement. Except for maybe the last 10 years, and I've been saved over 30 years, most of my Christian walk has been about mixture. Mixing the old covenant of demand of righteousness with the new covenant of grace. And I really didn't even understand grace. It's kind of easier to understand the old covenant. Do good, get good. Do bad, get bad. It's, it, it's a revelation from the Holy Spirit that really unveils grace to us. We have a hard time with that. Uh, uh, we can more grasp the concept of do good, get good. Do bad, get bad. I'm not going to church tomorrow because I was in the club Saturday night. God's going to get me in church. The preacher's going to preach on me on Sunday morning. Then I messed up on Saturday night. Let me just go to church on Sunday and give God the praise. Amen. Because he's accepted me. He loves me. Amen. Yes, he will correct me. Amen. Hallelujah. Lovingly. Hallelujah. Glory to God. But he will in no way cast me out. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. I was with Billy last night and we were doing something we shouldn't have been doing. Amen. Hallelujah. But hallelujah. Instead of running away from God, I'm going to run to him and say thank you for your grace. Hallelujah. Glory to God. God hates mixture. And mixture is the number one enemy of the church. My God. Yes, we're concerned about the devil and everything. Amen. Hallelujah. But a wrong understanding of the uh, differences between the old and the new covenant has hurt the church and its growth for many, 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 many years. Hallelujah. Let's take a look at it. Next slide. Mark 2, 21, 22. This is Jesus speaking. It's in red. Hallelujah. He's responding to the ph Pharisees and Sadducees, the uh, religious leaders of the day. He says, no man also sold for piece of new cloth on an old garment, new cloth being the new covenant, the old garment being the old covenant. Hallelujah. In other words, he was saying, you guys won't grasp this. 
you still have that, that, that old garment. It says, else the new piece that filled it up taketh away from the old, and the rent is made worse. So if we try to mix the old and the new covenant, the whole situation becomes worse. And no man put of new wine, talking about the new covenant, into old bottles. That's the Pharisees and the Sadducees. They just were so strict and staunch that I'm, they believed they kept the Ten Commandments perfectly. They did not because it says, Thou shalt worship the Lord thy God, and him alone shalt thou worship. And they were breaking the first covenant by disrespecting God in their presence, who was Jesus Christ. We read on, else the new wine doth burst the old bottles. They can't handle the new covenant. And the wine is spilled. And the bottles will be marred. The bottles being those old religious leaders. But new wine must be put into new bottles. Hallelujah. Who are the new bottles? The sinners who are saved by grace. I'm a full understanding, amen, that there's some that won't receive the gospel message. They're stuck in it. They want to remain there. I love my brethren in the Lord. But I make this appeal to you today. Open up your heart to something new. For many years I was in bondage. Saved, sanctified, filled with the Holy Spirit. I remember being in Texas, amen. We, me and my wife and my children moved there for a few years. And we went to this church after our church dissolved. And just for some healing and my wife and I to worship and the kids to be back in a church atmosphere. And I remember on a Saturday... Uh, going to the movies and seeing one of the church members there. And he said, oh, I won't be there Sunday. Uh, you know, I'm going away on vacation. I was like, oh, my God, you won't be there on Sunday? Oh, my God. God's, you know, in my mind, I'm thinking, God's going to get you. How could you not be there on Sunday? My mindset was mixture. He had to be there in order to be blessed. He couldn't take a vacation on Sunday. Now, I'm not, I'm not an advocate that we just miss church all the time. I'm not, uh, you know, we know that God wants us to gather together. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. But what I'm saying is I had an extreme understanding of Christianity that was not the gospel. I didn't think the man could leave and take his family on vacation on a Sunday. All right. There was another incident. I, 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 I went to a church, amen, uh, at, and this was another time when I was down in Texas. And I went in there. I wanted to try this new church, amen, after our church had dissolved, amen, and everybody was wearing shorts. And I had on a three-piece suit. And I, and I couldn't understand how could they come to church in shorts. And some of them had on flip-flops. But guess what? The church was packed out and here's something you really can't handle they were serving popcorn in the church <gasps> i was mortified i was so uncomfortable but i want you to really think about why were they wearing popcorn in church 
It was hot. I mean, why were they wearing shorts in church, not wearing popcorn? That would have been indecent, wearing popcorn. They were wearing shorts because it was hot in Texas. I was sweating it out in my three-piece suit, which is more cultural than spiritual, which is more traditional than what God would have for us. And the church was packed out, and I was mortified. But God was starting to open me up to his grace. I'm not saying we're going to have popcorn during our services at the Living Waters Christian Center. Uh, that's something they chose to do. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. During our services. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And get it all in our rug. Amen. Hallelujah. I'm saying that they knew a liberty that I was unfamiliar with. Hallelujah. Because I was caught up in mixture. My God. Hallelujah. Next slide, please. Now, finally, let's break down our opening scripture, 2 Timothy 2.15. Amen? Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. We're going to look at some definitions here. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Study to show thyself approved, a workman that needeth not be ashamed, rightly Dividing the word of truth. What does that scripture mean? Amen. Hallelujah. This word study. And we're coming out of the New Testament of the Bible. Amen. So we know the words were written in Greek originally. Hallelujah. Glory to God. This word study is a Greek word. Spadazo. Spadazo. Hallelujah. If I'm pronouncing it correctly. And it means to hasten. To make haste. To be swift. Or go fast. Be speedy. Hallelujah. Figuratively, it means to move speedily by showing full diligence, fully applying oneself, acting fervently or passionately, speedy commitment to accomplish all that God assigns through faith, his inbirth persuasion. Hallelujah. So just be passionate, be eager. Hallelujah. Glory to God is what he's saying to Timothy here. Hallelujah. Be on point. Hallelujah. Approved. Amen. Another Greek word. Hallelujah. Uh, Dokimos. Amen. And it's an adjective and, it's, and it means to receive, welcome, or properly what passes the uh, necessary test of scrutiny. Hallelujah. Hence, acceptable because genuine, validated, verified, the approved servant of Christ. Amen. So, hallelujah. Glory to God. As I have a proper understanding of scripture, amen, it validates my ministry, amen, hallelujah. It validates the words that I am saying, that I'm being used by God to share, amen, hallelujah. He's saying to Timothy, amen, make sure that your doctrine is sound or proper, hallelujah. A workman, hallelujah, is the Greek word ergot. I see. Hallelujah. And it means those who as teachers labor to propagate and promote Christianity among men. Amen. That this is he's telling uh, Timothy, continue to promote the gospel. Amen. Hallelujah. It's a labor of love. Amen. Continue. Hallelujah. To do so. Be ashamed. Amen. 
Hallelujah. It's a Greek word. Amen. Excuse me about this already because it means it's, it's a Greek word. Ani pay natos. Hallelujah. Oh God. Hallelujah. And it means hallelujah. It's only used in 2 Timothy 2 th- 15. And it refers to the positive results of being a good interpreter of scripture. Hallelujah. Hating having no cause to uh, be ashamed i misspelled that but having no cause to be ashamed amen hallelujah glory to god that hallelujah I, before i come before you uh and, and preach every week i make sure i study the scriptures i look up the words i read commentaries i spend time amen it's a research paper hallelujah 52 weeks a year for me amen to make sure that i'm properly interpreting the scriptures hallelujah and i'm not getting up here just giving my opinion every week there's a research paper that takes work and effort to make sure hallelujah so that i'm not ashamed amen hallelujah of sharing something amen that is not hallelujah the gospel message amen Dividing, amen, another Greek word, ortho, orthotomeo, hallelujah. It means dropping the idea of cutting, hallelujah, to make straight and smooth, hallelujah, to handle aright, hallelujah, to teach the truth correctly and directly, hallelujah. Glory to God, this cutting, that there is a cutting between the old and the new covenants. A dividing A separation, a distinguished separation between old and new. Word we know is logos. We've heard that before. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's uh, concerning the salvation. Amen. The salvation obtained through Christ. Amen. Or the gospel message. Amen. And truth. Amen. Hallelujah. Our final word. Hallelujah. Is aletheia. Hallelujah. Truth as taught. In the Christian religion, respecting God and the execution of his purposes through Christ, through Christ, respecting the duties of man opposed, opposed alike to the superstitions of the Gentiles and the inventions of the Jews and to the corrupt opinions and precepts of false teachers, even among Christians. Hallelujah. Glory to God. The truth is which is the, the truth, which is the gospel or which the gospel presents. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So next uh, next and final slide as we conclude. Hallelujah. Conclusion. So how do we rightly divide the word of truth? Amen. It is of the utmost. And I s- excuse me for the uh, grammatical error again. It is of the utmost importance for all of us as ministers for and of Christ to have proper understanding to be able to distinguish between the old and new covenants. As Christians, we must know that the covenants were divided by the cross. Amen. What is the dividing, hallelujah, sign between the two covenants? The cross. Amen. Hallelujah. The old covenant came to an end at the cross. The new covenant came to a beginning at the cross. There's a dividing between the covenant of demand and the covenant of supply. The covenant of work, the uh, covenant of works, amen, hallelujah, and the covenant of grace. Hallelujah. Glory to God. That we as Christians, amen, hallelujah, should have a, a, a supreme understanding, amen, hallelujah, that we do not live under the old covenant, amen. Matter of fact, it wasn't even between made between God and us, amen. It's between God and the Israelites exclusively, amen, that we live under the covenant of grace, amen, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ to come and die for us 
when we didn't deserve it. Amen. To pay for our sins when we didn't deserve it. Hallelujah. This, hallelujah, to, to rightly divide the word of truth is to understand that, hallelujah, there's a separation between the covenant and that we live in the new covenant and we should be preaching the gospel of grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Once armed with the proper understanding of our place in Christ in the new covenant, we can be effective witnesses for Christ, spreading the gospel message. Amen. Hallelujah. Well, we've been spreading. I have. Let me take responsibility for myself. In the past, amen, for over 20 years as a Christian, I have spread the mixed, hallelujah, message, amen, hallelujah, and confused my listeners. Had a lukewarm Christianity times when I hated to come to church, didn't want to read my Bible. I had a form of godliness, but denied the power thereof. What is the power? For it is the, go the, the gospel is the power of God unto salvation to them that believe. That I offer people, sinners everywhere, the message of Jesus Christ and the forgiveness of all their sins and eternal life. Instead of, okay, before you come to church, we're going to take you to the store. We're going to get you a three-piece suit. We're going to get you some plastic shoes. We're going to get your hair cut because you can't come into the house of God dirty. Yes, it is better to be healthy and clean than to be unclean physically, but God is really looking for the heart the heart to receive the gospel message. Why aren't there any miracles, amen, like there used to be, amen? Because the gospel message is not going forth like it used to. Mixture's going forth. Hallelujah. Yes, we should have guidelines. Yes, we should have parameters. Hallelujah, glory to God. But we don't thrive with laws. Hallelujah. To rightly divide the word of truth is to know there's a distinction between the old and new covenant and to be... Uh, not ashamed to share. What did Paul say? He said, I'm not ashamed to share the gospel, for it is the power of God unto righteousness. Hallelujah. That we're offering salvation, amen, to those that are around us, amen. Hallelujah. Is rightly dividing the word of truth. Amen. Knowing that there's a difference between the old and new. Amen and living a more relaxed life. I remember being at the upper room and these young men had just got saved and they ran on stage and started dancing in front of the bishop. I was horrified. How could they go on stage? Oh my God! Instead of rejoicing that these young men were saved and free and dancing and just expressing their joy. I don't know what they had been through, but I could see the results of their salvation. I was locked up. I was in prison. I was saved, but I didn't realize hallelujah, that the blood had covered me and that the death angel had passed over. You hear me say this over and over again. There were some Israelites who were suffering in their homes with the blood covering over them. They were, un they were uneasy. They were worrying. There were some Israelites that were just chilling because they knew that the blood had them. I was uneasy as a Christian. I was judgmental whether I said it or not. And I didn't enjoy my salvation to the fullest. And I didn't know what my Savior had accomplished for me at the cross. Hallelujah. I'm free now.
I rest easy. There's still challenges in life, amen. And I go, to my, I go to my Jesus, and he helps me, hallelujah. There's a testimony I told you earlier, amen, about the four things I lost, amen. And God, hallelujah, provided for me, hallelujah. Glory to God, hallelujah, glory to God. The gospel message should make us more at ease instead of making us angry. If it makes us angry or uneasy, amen, hallelujah, that's when we need to spend time with our God, hallelujah, glory to God. And take our uneasiness to him and let him heal us and deliver us and show us truth. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Rightly dividing the word of truth. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Listen, you were watching this message today and you were impacted. Amen. You don't know Jesus. And you thought it was all about do bad, get bad. Do good, get good. And this was your idea of Christianity, and you were turned off from Christianity because of it, amen. I want to make this appeal to you today, amen, to join the family of God, that God sent his son, Jesus Christ, to die for and pay for your sins, that your sins would be eliminated in his eyes, amen. Hebrews 8 and 12 says, For I will be merciful unto their unrighteousness, and their sins and iniquities I will remember no more. Once you embrace Jesus Christ, God won't even remember your sins anymore. As hard as that is to believe, that is the word. I didn't make it up. Hallelujah. So listen, if you would like to join the family of God, hallelujah, lay down your uneasiness, your frustrations with Christianity and be embraced. Yes, there are guidelines. Yes, there are parameters. Amen. But to help you to continue to flow in the blessings of God. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. If that is you, you want to know your creator. You want to know the one who paid for your sins. Amen. And join the family of God. Please say these words with me. Say, Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Please forgive me of all sins, transgressions, and iniquities. I believe that you died for my sins, my imperfections. I believe that you rose from the dead as evidence that Father God accepted your death as payment for my sins, my imperfections. Thank you for saving me. In Jesus' name, now say, Amen. Hallelujah. I want to personally welcome you to the family of God. Hallelujah. If you said those words sincerely, passionately, amen, hallelujah, you are saved. Hallelujah. And one day going to heaven and you have access to all the promises of God. You're in covenant relationship with God through Jesus Christ. Amen. And all the promises of God are yours. The covenantal promises a covenant. Everything that is God is now ours and everything that is ours. That's the flip side is now God's. Amen. Including our life. Hallelujah. Glory to God. But we give it to him willingly. Hallelujah. Not through force. He won't take it. Amen. We willingly give him our life and it's a progress it's progress over time it's progressive amen where we learn and we mature amen welcome to the family of god real quick while we have you amen hallelujah we need support for the gospel amen god doesn't need our money but we need money here on earth to continue to share the gospel amen on the earth, we need money. Amen. That's just, we need your financial support. Amen. Now, whether it be tithes, whether it be offerings, whether it be a donation and investment in the Living Waters Christian Center, we need your help that the gospel might continue to be 
Hallelujah. Spread. Hallelujah. That the, the, the parking lot can be plowed. Amen. That the lights stay on. Amen. Hallelujah. That hallelujah, the heat stays on. All these things are part of sharing the gospel message. Amen. And we need your help. Amen. To be able to take care of those things. Hallelujah. Continue to broadcast. Amen. And to share the good news about Jesus Christ. Amen. So if that's you, let the Lord lead you what to give, how much to give. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And there are three ways that you can give. Amen. The first way, the first two ways are on your screen. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You can give. Hallelujah. To our, to our website. It's, the li it's Living Waters. It's lwccgrace.org forward slash hallelujah. Uh, donations where you can make an offering, hallelujah, an investment, hallelujah, financial contribution to our church, the Living Waters Christian Center. Amen. Hallelujah. It's on your screen before you. If you do not feel comfortable with that, you can also mail in the offering to Living Waters Christian Center, P.O. Box 115, Amityville, New York, 11701. Amen. And we will deposit your offering. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah in support of our church. The third way is you can come and be with us here in person at the Living Waters Christian Center, 15 Albany Avenue, Amityville, New York. Amen. We meet here, hallelujah, at 11 a.m., amen, every Sunday, amen. We are following the CDC guidelines, amen. We have proper ventilation. We're sitting six feet apart. We're wearing masks, as you see me right now, hallelujah. We have an overflow room in the back, hallelujah. We are leaving, hallelujah, immediately after service and not lingering, amen. So, hallelujah, if you feel comfortable coming, amen, hallelujah, we would love to have you here, amen. We take temperatures at the door as well, amen, hallelujah. So, if you feel comfortable and you can give your offering in person, we would love that as well. But we do need your support, amen. So, let me pray over your offerings, those of you who are going to give, amen. Father God, we thank you and praise you for the seed, these uh, beautiful people of God are uh, giving today, Lord God. Let it be uh, given for the upkeep and expansion of your kingdom. We pray for a 30-fold, a 60-fold, or even a 100-fold return for all those that are giving right now in the name of Jesus. We thank you today, Lord God. We praise you, Lord God. Let them see results, Lord God. Hallelujah. As you've blessed them with the seed, bless them on top of that, Lord God. Hallelujah. For a blessing on top of a blessing, Lord God. Hallelujah, that they might be encouraged, Lord God, that what they've sown, hallelujah, has good purpose, hallelujah, and meets, hallelujah, the needs of the church. We thank you, we praise you, we bless you. In Jesus' name, somebody say amen. Thank you for joining us at I Am Robert A. Brown Ministries. We hope the message blessed you and unveiled the love of Christ to you in a greater way. God bless.